You are listening to Chilski, the essential chill love podcast at chilski.com. Yes, indeed, it is the Chilski number seven. Chillski.com is the place to go to download the tunes individually for free and legally. As always, please, please leave me a comment either on the website chillski.com or in iTunes as it's the only way I know you're listening.
Yes, he did. Jimi Hendrix did shake my left hand. The gentleman has the gentleman has mentioned uh, the 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 time that I met Jimi Hendrix, and if you would indulge me, I'll I'll tell you the story of this, since from time to time, whenever Hendrix anniversaries are being celebrated, various guitar magazines or MTV ask me to comment on Hendrix, and. The single time I met Jimi Hendrix was at the Revolution Club in Mayfair when Crimson were playing in 1969. It was the first time I sat down. I've always been a seated guitar player, and to work in a rock group, you couldn't sit down. <laughs> no one sits down to play guitar. But I felt after, I think it was 12 performances by the 69 Crimson, it was impossible for me to stand and play. So I said, look, I've got to sit down. And Greg Lake said, you can't sit down. You look like a mushroom. <laughs> My considered opinion was that the mushroom is a fertility symbol in many cultures. And even if I were seated, playing, at least I could perhaps wave the flag. <laughs> so the management, e.g. management, bought a stool, a stool which was painted black, and was placed on stage at the Revolution Club in Mayfair. Then, after the first set backstage, a man came up to me in a white suit with his right arm in a white sling one of the most luminous people I've ever met. And he came up to me and said, shake my left hand, man. It's closer to my heart. <laughs> now, in 1981, which was then 12 years later, King Crimson were recording Discipline at Basing Street Studio, which is in the Portobello District of London, and we were staying in the Portobello Hotel. Known for the very, very small size of its rooms and the paper-thin walls. If the phone goes next door, as it did with Jerry Marotta, Tony Levin in the next room said to him, you don't need to answer that, Jerry. <laughs> I was walking to the studio, Basing Street Studio, just off Portobello Road, and there was a bookshop. And since I'm something of a bibliophile and eager to catch up with my latest reading, I went in. And in the shop was Loretta Land. Now, Loretta Land was Michael Giles's sister-in-law, Michael Giles being the first drummer in King Crimson. So we hadn't seen each other for 12 years, and we said, all right, let's have a drink tonight at the Portobello. And she said to me, do you remember the time when Hendrix came to see King Crimson? And I said, of course I do. It's my Hendrix story. <laughs> and she said do you know that I was sitting on the next table to Jimi Hendrix? And I said, no. And she said he was jumping up and down saying, this is the best group in the world. Amen. In all due modesty, that is one of the best calling cards any working musician is ever likely to be able to present. Now, I've, 
I've intruded on your patience for long enough. This is this uh, guy's tracky mummy walking through Eden. Hope you enjoy it. Check him out. Chelsky number seven.
You are listening to Chilski, the essential Chillout podcast at chillski.com.
guys, that has been Chillcast number 7. As always, it's been emotional. Chillski.com is the website. Uh, as always, leave us a comment. Chillski.com. It's been emotional. Until next time, peace out, mofos.